0: Welcome to From Fear to Fire, secrets to overcome fear, embrace your gifts and achieve success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move, from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host. And today's quote is anonymous. I couldn't figure out where it came from, but I liked it anyway. The best view comes from the hardest climb. Love that. And we have an amazing guest for you today. I just adore her, Katrina Kent, CMP, CMM. Uh, with Liberty Mutual Insurance. She's the Vice President, Meeting Management and Event Strategy. MMES is responsible for leadership and rewards and recognition programs, as well as customer and sponsorship events and Liberty Mutual's on-site conference centers. So Katrina joined Liberty Mutual in just October of last year, 2020, from TD Ameritrade, where she served as head of the event group A lifelong creative, Katrina holds a BFA from the University of North Carolina School of the Arts and resides in the Garden State with her husband, Sean, and their two young children. Katrina, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Heather. So glad to be here. I think I should have said our customers, our employees, and our emus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So fun. You know, I'm going to just jump on something that people probably wouldn't expect me to right away. I usually dive in when I've got an event strategist of your caliber in here, but I'm going to totally ignore that for a moment and jump into this, you know, school of the arts and lifelong creative. I know that we mentioned one of our other conversations that you have this theater background and, and it's a common common thread between us. And so I've been wanting to ask you about it ever since. Uh, Tell us about your background with it and if you take any lessons from it into the corporate world.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. You know, I realize that I don't talk about this very much, and maybe I should talk about it more. So there's some Element of weirdness, and you might feel this too, in that when you grow up loving doing something so much, you're like 100% all in, and then you no longer do that same thing, mm-hmm. but now rather it informs your life instead of is your life. It's, mm. I guess, something a lot of people can relate to, regardless of what your thing is or what your thing was. Yes. Um, yeah. And it took me a long time to reconcile my feelings and kind of those lingering doubts about walking away from being an actor and mm-hmm. um it did take me a long time to to um work through that but it didn't take me a long time to actually do it because mm-hmm. I figured out within a couple of years actually of finishing conservatory training and living in New York that I wasn't willing and able to be a gypsy
0: yeah it's a tough life
1: it's, it's certainly, a tough life yeah I was much more comfortable being. Um, Gypsy adjacent. (laughs) I still feel like I'm. I still feel like I'm gypsy adjacent um, in many ways, as are probably many people in uh, events and production. But um, I also realized that there was a satisfaction that um, a satisfaction to be had in creating something out of nothing, which is where the theater company came in, um, and we had formed Sonnet Rep nearly. 20 years ago. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, 20 years ago, because, you know, for so many of us, what we were encountering as the machine of commercial theater, film, television, it wasn't the kind of work that we found deeply satisfying. So we had to find a way to make our own, which is, I guess I would say that's corporate lesson, corporate lesson, right? Mm -hmm. Looking for alternative paths, taking uh, chances on the variety of unconventional. And, conventional. and I, I, we talk a lot these days about careers as jungle gyms, not ladders. Yes. Um, and I, I really am a, a pretty big believer in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many things that are, could be relevant here. I'll just focus on a couple of them, a couple other things that I take to work with me every single day, all of these years later. One is that the theater is an ensemble. It's, It's really a legit team. It's where where we learn how to contribute as valued individuals in our roles. That's whether you're the director or the CEO or the actor, you know, a frontline customer facing employee Mm -hmm. you could, you know, equate with or anybody in between. You learn in the theater, you learn about teamwork and you learn about how to support each other so that various facets are emphasized at the right moments to really make a great product. You know when to to, to step forward, you know when to step back. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really about that harmony. So that's one. I think another one would be um, do your homework and make strong choices. This is something that that we learn along the way. We inform ourselves. As an actor, you inform yourself, you research, you prepare, and you know what you are doing. You know what your intention is. You know what your action is every presentation, every meeting, every pitch, corporate wise, or you know, in our work life now, all of that. When you know what you are doing and you are making a choice, even if you're wrong, you're still gonna learn from it. Yes. And you will, have, you will have furthered along the journey of what you're trying to do. So that's another one. And then the last thing, I think the most important thing is about listening. Um, as actors, we listen. We deeply listen to people and um, this I think is just the most important thing that I bring to my job now and that I encourage others to, to do as well.
0: I love these. It's so, so relevant. And it definitely translates. And I I just want to touch on the, the listening one, because a lot of times people may think, okay, you're an actor, you're, you're given lines. So you just memorize Mm -hmm. your lines and you're there showing up as you in your part, but it is so much more about the listening and being present with the other actors so that you can feel each other and have that true exchange. And that's exactly what you were talking about, about how that translates to being present with your team members, with your customers, and how that elevates your ability to lead in business, just like it does on stage. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about how this translates into leadership. So what are some of the things that you've learned in your journey, whether it's through acting or whether it's through your experience in different companies, or what have you learned that makes you the leader that you are today? Because you're, you're a really great leader. And so, you know, sometimes we talk to people about their roles and their specific jobs, but the leading of people, I think Mm -hmm. is a really big part of what you're doing
1: now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say it's the biggest part of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's evolved to be kind of the biggest part of what I do. And I think that the fact that I'm a naturally really curious person, Mm. um, and I like to learn about things. And I know that probably 99% of the time, I am not going to be the smartest person in the room. I'm really not like I, I'm not going to have, um, you know, whether it's the skill, the, the education, the the, you know, there's things that I am not, I'm just not built to have or that I won't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know how to pull in people at the right time. So for me, it's all about those relationships. I'm really, I think I'm really decent at helping figure people figure out problems, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like, what we've been talking about, this kind of social, emotional aspect of work mm-hmm. um, and supporting our team, my team members to figure out collectively how to make the work shine. I think I'm pretty good at that. Um, and, and kind of building the community that it takes on, whether it's on an event or a project or, you know, what have it, what, what, whatever it may be. Um, I think that that is probably, I would say, um, what I do. Yeah. And I think
0: that, 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 Ability to pull out the best from people is 100% a great leadership skill. I also noticed that in your your LinkedIn profile, you mm-hmm. mentioned two things that struck me, creativity and design thinking. Mm-hmm. So how does that tie in? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think design thinking framework can really be de- applied anywhere. This is something that's like a digital user experience um, framework, mm-hmm. but you know although in events we do find ourselves in a lot of digital worlds when it comes uh, to the event landscape over the last 18 months but that's another conversation i think though with design thinking and the design thinking framework we empathize first then we define the problem we ideate prototype and test so the really the human centric part gets to the heart of the matter really quickly and it helps us focus our efforts on making things exponentially better because we're trying, we're, we're making those strong choices. We're working quickly to come to a prototype or a whatever, a pitch, a idea, a, you know, um, whatever that thing is. And then we are ideating on it mm-hmm. um, and learning along the way. So it's not like do all this work, and then hold it so precious, and then if it doesn't succeed, we all crumble to the floor and, mm-hmm. you know, in a puddle. No, um, this is much more about being, I find it to be a really resilient, resilience building, is that a term? Mm-hmm. Um, it is it.
0: <laughs>
1: Resilience building, uh, way to way to think about things and way to work, so I love that Um, because, you know, a lot of people I found,
0: uh, you know, work with a lot of leaders, a lot of people jump straight to, this is the problem that we have. mm -hmm. How do we solve it? And which is, you know, it it makes sense. It's great. But in adding that human centric empathy first, like, how do we feel about this? What, what are we experiencing right now? And then we can fully define what the issue is. And then we can solve for
1: it creatively and holistically. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lot of working with personas, um, mm-hmm. which again, ties back to, uh, you know, the theater. Mm-hmm. Magically, um, a mm-hmm. lot of working with personas, putting yourself in a, in your um, customer client's shoes. Yeah. Um you know, and, and, and all of that, all of that thinking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the title
1: of this podcast is yeah. from fear
0: to fire. So you probably expected that I would add something about this. So what is a challenge or fear that you have experienced and what did you learn from it?
1: I have had a clinical anxiety and depression that ebb and flow throughout my entire life, Mm -hmm. Um, ever since I was even a little kid. So, you know, this is something that periodically I really do have to manage. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find that, I have found anyway, at least in the, the last few years, Um, At work, being able to sort of open the door on it a little bit and talk about it, Mm -hmm. whether it's with teams, peers, Um, at Liberty Mutual, we have a, um, we've got a, um, an ERG, an employee resource group, actually, that is, um, it's called ABLE, and um, they're doing uh, some great work around employee efforts for, you know, disability and um, different abilities and things like that. So, um, and, and I have found like where we, in the way that we all bring our whole selves to work, quote unquote, um, you know, this is a part of what I have every single day that I, that I have to manage. Some days I don't, I barely have to manage it. Mm -hmm. And some days I really have to manage it. Yeah. So um, you know, I've, I've learned to I've learned some great tools along the way. Um, I've learned how, um, some of those great tools can even help. Like, I'm just thinking about, um, cognitive behavioral therapy and how you learn about all of the sort of different cognitive distortions that we, that we, that we all do. Um, you know, whether you do it more than others is, is <laughs> like me is, um, you know, as individual, but we all to some degree or other sometimes have black and white thinking or Mm -hmm. catastrophic thinking or, you know, and, and being able to like label those things. And then also I find too, just in, it's helpful in work to then look at what's going on and be able to say, no, Katrina, that is black or white thinking. And there is, there could be, there could be other answers, There could be other answers. It's not going to be all, let's just look at this life right now. It's not going to be all return to office and, you know, uh, or no return to office and no live events. Um, We're going to now have something sort of in between that. So there's going to be areas of gray. Um, And I think like the, the working with areas of gray and um, you know, personally on a personal level for, for me, um, the learning to live in the shades of gray, which life is, mm-hmm. um, it is, is something that I'm learning to, trying to do every single day. Yeah. Um, and I will probably do it my whole, I have to do it my whole life.
0: Right. It's it, you you said it's what you bring to the table. It's part of it's part of who you are. And I find mm-hmm. that, I mean, as a creative myself and a lot of the people mm-hmm. that I speak to, whether they come from that kind of a background or not, if they're if they um if they come to the world as a leader and they are showing up fully as themselves, they've got a lot of extremes, right? Mm-hmm. They you know extraordinary sure. yeah. people end up having the 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 down part of the roller coaster, as well as the up part of the roller coaster. It's just part of who we are. And so I I think that it's important to embrace who we are, to learn along the way and to utilize it in the best capacity that we have. And now you brought it up. So now I Mm -hmm. can dive Mm -hmm. into what's going on in the world and how How do you, do you have tools to recommend for people about what's, what's going on with events, with, with, you know, returning to the office, not returning to the office, doing Mm -hmm. live events, not doing live events. Help me here, Katrina, help me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Help me, help me. No, I know. Well, we look at, so I'm just thinking about the tools that we have when we're working with um, anxiety and you, and some of those like cognitive, literally cognitive behavioral therapy tools. You can look this up, everybody. It'll really help Mm -hmm. you out. (laughs) Um, But we look at evidence on, um, so it's really like uh, a process of slow down, stop jumping to conclusions. Let's look at the evidence that we have in front of us. And when I look at the evidence of what we have in front of us right now, this is not the same. We are not in the same place that we were in March of 2020 Mm -hmm. when we were canceling everything. The industry was shutting down. People were getting furloughed, laid off, um, and we didn't know when we were going to be able to bring things back. Our playgrounds were closed. We couldn't, you know, the basketball court across the street was like um, caution taped up and like, you know, it was a different, it was different. But I do think collectively that we are all. Um, even the most resilient of us, we are all going through some, um, some stress and some, some level of, you know, personal kind of trauma or, um, you know, we're all dealing, we're still reeling from that. I think, I think that affected, I think that affected the world (laughs) in a way that, you know none of us obviously were prepared for but that we haven't seen in, ge- in you know generations um, for a lot of us anyway that live in that live in the US and and um, I think that here we are now and it's not exactly the same we do have other tools we do have we know a lot more um, we know we know a ton more than we did before and we've got, connections made and avenues and pathways to like, to the hope of treatment solutions, vaccines, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I remind myself and I remind my team that this is not exactly the same. Um, And when it comes to like, you know, um, events coming up, live events, which is our world, right? We've got some things that are not gonna move forward based on where they're located and the dates that they're, that they're slated for, it's not going to be a great choice to move forward with it. There are some where we do feel like, hey, let's try, let's try something, let's go for it, let's keep it, let's, um, you know, and 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 so it's not all blanket. It's not all, it's not, it's not the same. And I, I just keep trying to remind myself of that. You know, my kids are getting ready to go back to school. They're going to go to school. They're not going to be here virtual they're gonna be in school which is great um they're gonna have masks on which is safe and um you know it's different so just yeah, keep reminding so ourselves things,
0: that yeah so yeah. things that you brought up Katrina are really mm-hmm. really important one is i love the evidence base let's get back to mm-hmm. what what's mm-hmm. real what's mm-hmm. true right here instead of spending all this time and worry and anxiety and stress that of things yes. that that Aren't happening. Like what? Right. The evidence that's really important to yeah. to ground us. Yep. And also, we've changed. We mm-hmm. have changed, and and there is definitely trauma, and we need to acknowledge that. But I think one of the ways that we've changed as a humanity is that we have we have become more. My this is my opinion based on my experience. We have become mm-hmm. kinder mm-hmm. and more understanding. Mm-hmm. Of each other, less less judgmental, less uh, about assumptions. And but Heather,
1: what about the people that are are at each other's throats over things like wearing masks? Well, okay. There are, there are, again, you know what, everything. Yeah. I mean, you live in South Carolina, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy everywhere. But I feel as if, okay, so let me differentiate because people are crazier and they're also kinder. And so what I mean is that I feel as if overall people are more understanding of uh, the bigger things, um, but there's a lot of things that people get upset about that are smaller things. Now, I know what you just mentioned is a big thing, but uh, people get irritated easily, but overall, I think they feel more connected. Um, I could, what, what do you think? Maybe I'm wrong on this. This is just, everyone's coming at it from their own perspective. I've found, and just in in the people yeah. that I've experienced, yep. is, that, uh, is that people want to help each other more. They, they want to give people a little bit more leeway, a, a little bit more um, understanding. Um, but, you know, if the milk spills, they're going to cry, they're going to rant about it. <laughs> but, you know, what do you think? You may have a completely different viewpoint from
1: where you're standing. I do think that um, in our... I don't know I want to say macro lives like in our circles. Like I'm just thinking about like work teams and family and um, our immediate day-to-day circles of people and and interactions. I do feel like um, I do feel like there's been a shift in a lot of what you're talking about um, and a closeness of um, connection. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like in the greater picture of things, um, you know, and again, like I am, I I can, I I have the kind of mind who will start to go into a million directions of, of catastrophic Mm. scenarios, you know, so I'm, but I look at the world and I, and I, um, you know, and I'm, I'm concerned, I'm concerned for women and girls. I'm concerned for, Um, you know, uh, minorities and, and, and I just, you know, I, with two little, two little kids, I want to be excited about the world that they're inheriting, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and so on that level, yeah, I do feel like we have work. Oh, we have a lot we, of work. We really, really do. Yeah. And
0: I guess it's from the lens that I'm in right now um, with the, the the book that I'm writing with Will, it is a, mm-hmm. about leaders in in business and the world and how important they are in making these shifts for us right now, overall, for the for people who don't necessarily have the voice that they deserve, and, and how important. It is for every one of us to take ownership of that and to do something with it. So I'm, I'm currently in that kind of action. Mm-hmm. Let's do something about it mode, but it's because you're right. And that there's a great need right now, but I'm, yeah. I'm in that. Let's do something about it. Kind of right. energized space.
1: Yep. Make a choice. Yeah. Take an action. I love that. <laughs>
0: Strong yeah. choice is what you said. Mm-hmm. You got to make a strong choice. Okay. It may not be the right one, but you got to make a strong choice. Yeah. Now, do you have something that you would recommend for people, either that maybe has kept you positive and moving forward, or that you know has worked for
1: other people? Any tips or tools? I um, I'm I move. I move my body, and you're you know, you were a dancer. You probably know yeah. this in your bones. Yes. Like we've got. <laughs> We, we have to keep moving. You know, I, I, I work with m- different, you know, um, mindfulness tools and, um, I do a lot of yoga and all that, all of, of that, um, that work as well, but just even taking a walk, getting, leaving and taking a walk and leaving your phone in the house. Um, mm-hmm. You know like noticing i just noted this, noticed this notice this morning here we are in august and yes those bushes out there are starting to get a little teeny teeny weeny bit of red on the top oh. of the leaves it's not fall but i know that that fall is coming and it's just changing a little bit so i try to i try to keep myself um in the moment as much as possible and sometimes i do that it, it, you know connect with people the people around me like my kids, my, um, Sean, like, you know, uh, and really, really trying to be present, Mm -hmm. um, feels like, you know, I will always notice something positive when I'm able Uh. to do that. When it move, I have to move, you know, we've got it. And, and, you know, (laughs) not for nothing. My mom is 70 years old. She just turned 70 and, um, this sounds (laughs) terrible, but she got hit by a car over the weekend. What? crossing a crosswalk. Yes. And she, but she is fine. She is fine because she has super bionic strength of like strong bones, strong body. Mm -hmm. Um, and she is such a, um, such a wonderful, like example for me Mm -hmm. in how to take care of yourself. Now I know that it can't prevent anything, you know, things never happening to her. Mm-hmm. But I do think that because she's so strong, um, you know, she did, she did, she got hit by a car and she fell, you know, onto the ground and she's fine. She's sore, but her body is handling it like someone who's, you know, half her age because uh-huh. of the way that she cares for herself. So that is a great example for me. Um, and um, I love that.
0: Yeah. You know, strong women make strong women, you know, love, like, love, yes. yeah. ah, love, love. May love, love.
1: we weigh strong women. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. So do you have a favorite quote or book that you,
1: you know, you just love? Uh, there's so many, you know, just go watch the great British baking show or like drag, <laughs> drag race or <laughs> Like you know, like I just I don't you know I I don't I don't have like a book that I that I live by, but I despite being a um a self help book junkie, mm-hmm. um and right now I'm really into a uh, Glenn Ellen Doyle's podcast. I don't know if you've listened. Yes, to that. love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, And she actually has a great, there's a great recent episode where she talks about anxiety from her perspective. And I found that the way that she talks about it is so, um, she just captures it. She Mm. captures what it, what, what makes just, you know, what's the difference between being like a person who gets anxious or nervous versus someone who has this disorder. Mm -hmm. She really is able to articulate it in such a way that. I related to, um, and maybe some others do too. So yeah,
0: oh, awesome podcast. recommendation. I loved her book too. Yeah, that me too. It, yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is I could talk to you all day long. Um, but <laughs> so if yeah, yeah. anyone wants to connect with Katrina, you can. Mm-hmm on LinkedIn. Um, she's just an amazing human as you have found for the last 30 some minutes. If you love the show, please share it out, leave us a review. So Katrina, what are your final parting words of wisdom for everyone today? Mm. Mm. Uh,
1: make a choice. Yeah. You can change your, yeah, change your mind later. You reserve the right to change your mind at any time, first of all, but make a choice try something different try something unexpected and see what happens
0: ah great one I love it fantastic Mm -hmm. thank you so much and you have a wonderful day to you and to everyone out there listening on that fire